0: Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today on Enactor Despairs, we have a talent that's about to shoot to the sky, Mikel David. He's got his new Netflix show, The Irregulars, which just premiered this weekend, but you've seen him in other things like Snatch the TV Show and Black Mirror. He's so cool, and I'm so excited to have him on. So much love, Mikel. Here it is. Mikel David, welcome to Enactor Despairs. How are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on. Ah oh, man, it's a real pleasure, man. You know, you're in my favorite episode of Black Mirror of oh, all time. That's the best one. Everyone knows that, you know. But <laughs> it's so cool to, you know, man. It it really gives me such immense like pleasure having seen you succeed so young and and things like my brother the Devil and Montana and 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 just you know now we have the Irregulars, man. I mean, and you did snatch. You know, yeah. the TV adaptation, man. I mean, you are, you, you are motherfucking crushing the game. Dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a long journey. You know, I, I started doing this when, when I was, when I was 13, you know, that's when I, that's when I, my brother, the devil. So it's, um, it's been a long journey, man. You know, it's been, I'm 23 now. So it's, it's, it's 10 years of, of, of work, 10 years in the game, um, And I'm, I'm very, very grateful. I think it's, you know, to, to be working as an actor is really, really difficult. And to, to be working consistently over 10 years is, is, is incredible. But, um, and I think every, every kind of role is kind of just, you learn from it. And then it kind of like adds on your building blocks as an actor. And then, you know, now with 10 years of experience, I feel like I'm very, I wouldn't say, I don't think I'm a veteran. I think there's so much of learning to do still, but I do feel like from when I came in to where I'm at now is a complete different, a complete different
0: artist. Yeah. That's a beautiful journey. I can only imagine, and and you know, man, it's 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 really like watching justice prevail. You're incredibly talented, man, and and we're about to see you get shot out of a cannon. I heard, you know, that I can say this because it's public that the regulars already got picked up for season two.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I've seen that as well. Yeah, but they haven't told us anything, so I'm. Oh, really? Yeah. So they haven't told us anything. So I don't want to take, so I'm just, I'm taking it. And right. everything. So I, knock on wood. All right. Yeah. Then, knock on wood. Um, you know, and it, what's weird is that it always kind of happens like this. Like we started filming the regulars in September, like 2019. So it's been a long time. Do you know what I mean? Almost yeah. two years. And you guys it, got
0: you know. screwed up a little by the pandemic, right?
1: Yeah. So, you know, we started in September and everything was blessed and then we, we got to like March and, um, was all the, we had about three weeks left of filming. And I remember um, it was me, Harrison and Jojo who played Billy and Leo. And we were just there. And then some, one of the ADs came in and said, look, I, I think guys, I think we're going to be sending you home for the weekend. And I was like, what do you mean sending us over the weekend? And um, they were like, yeah, because of this, this COVID thing. And, da, da. and at the time, I had no idea what COVID was. But they ended up sending us home. And, you know, when I thought, when I knew it was going to be serious is that they, instead of sending us on a train, they all got us drivers. Yeah. And we, and we was filming in Liverpool and we all live in London. And I like, said, that's a long drive and we all had individual cars and. Oh, oh, really because stopped. they wanted
0: to secure you and isolate you from. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I was like, okay, this is something serious. Um, And then we broke for filming for like four months. And wow. then when we went back, we had like 12 weeks left. We had three weeks and then they extended it to 12 weeks because of all the COVID regulations. And
0: because it would take, it's moved slower now with all the precautions. Yeah. That's um, it, but yeah, That's
1: it was it was it was really weird, man. It was just
0: really strange. Wow, I can only imagine. Well, well brother, if it's cool with you, before we get there, let's start at the very beginning. Where well, you grew up in the UK? Where,
1: whereabouts? Yeah. So I grew up in Northwest London, a little town in Northwest London called Harrow. Um, yeah, and I've, I've grown up there my whole life. Went to school there. I went to um, the first. I went to three different schools growing up. I went to the first school is Roxbourne, Roxbourne Manor in South Harrow. Um, and that was great. You know, I met a lot of friends there, made a lot of friends. There. And then we moved from South Harrow into Kenton. And, um, I went to a school called Kemmel Park and then I went to Glebe and then I went to high school, Harrow high school with, um, made loads of friends. They're still pals with most of them to this day. Um, and it was when I was in high school, actually, is when we started doing the acting. So we went into, well, I was in high school, um, in year eight, my, my my dad was making a YouTube show at the time, right. Where he would. So he if would you just, don't mind me, are, are, are your parents in the arts at all? No, not at all. So like nobody in my family is, is, is in this world at all. It's like a completely alien world. Um, but my father was, you know, I think he's, I think he saw an opportunity on YouTube and, you know, this is when YouTube wasn't what it is today. With, yeah. You know, everybody's you know. a YouTuber. Now. Oh God. Yeah. You know? So I think he saw a little gap in the market and he went out and, and, and did this, um, game show, like online game show where he'd get two men, and it was like going out chatting up women and it was like who could get the most numbers sort of thing and it was like a oh comedic that's awesome. yeah yeah um so he did that and he put it out and stuff um but it didn't really get like he got a little response but he didn't get a huge response and then i was kind of like look i think maybe i think it'd be funny if i went and did it like i was you know this little kid like i'm i'm I'm, I'm small now i'm five eight but like then i was tiny Do you know what i'm saying so yeah i, was like, I think it would be funny if i did it if i went out And I was chatting up older women. Yeah. Cute kid. You know
0: what I mean? Ballsy. Totally.
1: Yeah. I thought that would be quite funny. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: At first, I was like super, super shy about it. Like I was a little bit like, all apprehensive. But I think, you know, being like my dad was filming it. My uncles were filming it as well. So I think that gave me the confidence. And, you know, we, we, we would sit down and sort of write down like little hooks and little jokes that we wanted to get out. So then we just went out and literally just shot it in the street, you know, we didn't, we didn't get down models or anything like that. We just went out and done it with random girls. I mean, then we did some other little sketches and we created this character, Little McCull, who was this, the backlog to him was that he, um, he was the Sultan of Brunei's son. And he was living in, yeah. (laughs)
0: Sasha Baron Cohen's, you
1: know what I I mean? the, the Sultan of Brunei's son, yeah. and um, he's been left alone in this massive mansion um, with sort of like the endless funds to live life in London, and, and off of this, he's trying to live this bachelor lifestyle, being 12, 13 years old, um, and uh, that was kind of the backlog. so we went out and did it, and we had a little bit of success with that, um, and then we went and uh, Can we see it still online? Yeah, 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 all the videos are like you know, are still out, you know If um, you don't mind, so- what's it called, because I'm definitely checking it out yeah, check out the Lil Mckell show, L I L, and then my name M C K E double um K E L, and then yeah, you'll see them up there. Um, uh. It's weird because you know we did them, and I- I've never thought about taking them down off YouTube or anything like that. I feel like um, for me, that's my foundation; that's where I started. Yeah, I, I'm man. not embarrassed by it, you know. I think without YouTube, I did, like there's no way I would have got into acting because where where we come from, the idea of drama schools and and um, and theater performances and stuff, it isn't it isn't. It isn't new it is it's a it's a very new thing. So um I think without YouTube, without having that space and that platform to sort of to show that I'm an entertainer, to show that I can do things, I don't think I ever would have got into that, that acting door. So it's something I, I do look at with with high regards.
0: That's beautiful, man. And and while you guys were doing that show, was there a moment with your father where he was like, Son, you know, you're 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 essentially acting like maybe we should investigate this more. Or was it you that brought it up to him? Like, how did that happen?
1: Well, what happened was is a production company called princess productions. who was um, in connection with channel four at the time. Um, their offices was in Whiteley and Bayswater. Um, Sorry, and just then, for
0: the American audiences, like Ch- channel four is
1: one of the biggest channels. in yeah, the UK. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, a yeah. huge channel. You yeah, know? Um, yeah. And uh, so they got in contact with us. They saw our YouTube stuff. And they wanted to, um, to have us come down and sit down about talking about a pilot, right? So we went down to their offices and um, they were like, look, we, we were piloting this this sketch show. We really thought we'd um, it'd be great for it. You know, we'll give you a five minute segment on the show and whatnot. And we was kind of like, yeah, that's great. Like, So they took one of our YouTube videos and put it in uh, uh, onto this show as on the segment. And when they piloted it, they said that there was like a little button that everyone presses when they're enjoying the show. And then my little clip got the most presses, so then they were like, "Look, we want to actually just do a little Mikkel show. Let's let's try and sort something out so we can pilot that." Yeah, and we was going through the whole talking negotiating stage, but I think where it fell through was that, you know, me and my dad had created this character, little Mikkel, and we was quite headstrong on who he was and what the yeah what the the the, the um the the, the storyline was almost um and they sort of wanted something different. So it never really worked out, but I mean, from that, you know, we went out and we piloted, we, 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 we shot stuff with them. And and that was kind of my first inkling into, okay, this is what acting, acting is like, yeah. you know, I'm going out with my dad and acting, but this is like acting, acting. This is like, like the director is saying, you need to hit this and you need to do this and you need yeah. to do that. And you all got to like process and, and, and be able to do it. So I think doing that and then, you know, coming at the end of the, the shoot day, when we wrapped and everyone saying, Oh, that was great. We've got some great stuff. It gave me the confidence to be like, okay, if I can do this, then let me have a shot at a character that somebody else's room. Yeah. You know, let me read that guy and try and be that guy. And, um, that's when we got the open audition for my brother, the devil. And, um, that was a really, so you didn't experience.
0: have an agent at this
1: time. You've just, no. a- wow. Amazing. Yeah, completely, um, independent. Um, and we went to this audition for my brother Devil. I remember me, my mum took me up there. It was in, um, it was on Tottenham Court Road. I Can't remember the place, but we've gone in and there was like, you know how it's an open audition, so there's like, like there hundreds of people there. I mean, if not thousands, sometimes. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was, like, it was, it was so busy. And um, you know, I remember uh, I was actually auditioning for a character that was like twenty three years old right? And, they, and so it you're was like, 13 it was like, at this time? You know, it's like the longest <laughs> long shot in my life. But yeah. I think the reason I went there was it was my first time in an audition experience. So you, you wanted the experience, whether you got it or not just to yeah. Do it. yeah. So we went down and, um, I auditioned for, for, for the role and whatnot. And, uh, Shaheen, the casting director actually said to me, "Oh, we really think you're really good, but this role is just like, it's just not right for you. Um, but there's another role that we can offer you. So they offered me the other role, and I obviously I took it. And I was I was so sort of over the moon. I was like it was it was a, it was just such a surreal experience, you know. Um, and without without um, Shaheen and Sally, the director of My Brother the Devil, that sort of believed in me as a young kid, I wouldn't have had that break onto screen. And then obviously yeah. through My Brother the Devil, Shaheen referred me to do um, Shaheen Bang, the casting director. She's amazing, you know. She's still like someone I'm very very close to to this day. Oh, um, man. I love but she referred Miriam. me to do black mirror as well, you know, so through me, you, that, you did like, the pilot though, right? What for black mirror? Yeah, no, I didn't do a pilot. So I did a pilot for the little Mikel show. No, no. I mean, I weren't you in the first season of, of black mirror. Yeah. the first season, first
0: episode. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I meant. The, sorry. In, okay, in America, right, yeah, we yeah. just call first
1: episode, the first puzzles, season, right. the pilot, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 So I did. The, I did. I did that one, but, um, Shaheen, the cast director of My Brother the Devil, basically just called me up and said, look, I I really thought you was great on My Brother the Devil. I loved your sort of work ethic and your attitude. There's 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 a role for you in Black Mirror. It's not a huge role, but, you know, it's Charlie Brooker Project. It's a huge show. It's going to be a huge show. Would you like to be a part of it? And... I was like, yeah, of course. Like, what yeah. the hell? Like, of course. you And you, you didn't so much. know
0: what it is now, you know? Now it's like no, no. the most respected thing in television, you
1: know? You know what I mean? And I remember sort of dry, when we was driving to set, because, you know, I still had my chaperone and stuff, and my dad was chaperoning me. I remember we was driving to set, and my dad said, oh, do you know who the writer is? And I said, yeah, I did my research on it, but, you know, easy, easy. I kind of read that he kind of does like wacky, crazy kind of like writing and stuff. And he was like, he's, he's going to be, this is, this show is going to be massive. Like my dad knew, like, but I obviously being young, being a little kid and, you know, I, I didn't really see the full projector of it, but then, yeah, we went there and we did it. And I think after, after oh, cause that, like my, my brother, the devil was a, was an independent movie. You know, Sally had been working on it for 10 years, going, going to different States throughout London and really learning the culture and then writing. And it was a beautiful script, very intricate. And.
0: And it got into Sundance,
1: right? Yeah, 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 It went to Sundance. Actually, won a couple of awards at festivals. Um, so it was, yeah, I'm really proud of it. But the different, like that, was quite low budget film. And then to go onto Black Mirror, which was like a Channel Four budget yeah. thing, I saw the two like difference, and I was like, well, This is this is really good." Because I've I've gone to one, and it was like quite rooted and quite like okay. It's like, we're making a film and yeah. I've gone somewhere else. It's like quite a bigger production. And I think seeing that, I was like, it gave me two things. It told me one that I want to continue acting and like, I want to do this as a career path, but it also told me that creation, like movie curation yeah. is like project creation. I think is somewhere that I would love to go as well. You know, being able to, to, to take something from the ground level, um, it's almost like a baby, you know, it's like taking them around and nurture it, look after it. And then, you know, when they, when they're big enough, you push it out into the world and see what everybody thinks of it. So I think that definitely gave me the, 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 the kind of like fire to, to continue doing film and learning about film.
0: I love that. So basically you, you're interested in development and, and directing and writing as well. Yeah, definitely, man. Have, 100%. You have, have you
1: started a production company yet? Well, I've got, I've got my little production house. Um, i got my little production house. Um, I haven't made any projects yet. I'm still sort of well, writing. you and I are gonna have
0: I'm gonna fly over tomorrow, man. Let's get going. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it, man. Let's
1: do
0: it. Yeah, that's um, awesome, man. Uh I'm curious because you know, for anyone listening, like when you say Black Mirror, it's like, oh my God, it's like Peaky Blinders level, you know.
1: Mm.
0: When when you showed up on a set like that, you know. Especially, like, given how intense that first episode is with the pig and, and things like that. I mean, I know you said your father knew the writer and it was going to be big, but when you were on set doing that, did did you know, like, Mikhail, did you feel it? Like, this is something special?
1: Yeah, I did. I did. I, cause you know what it was? It was like, it was understanding who Charlie Brooker was and kind of his style of writing. And, you know, me, I've always kind of been... A kid that's ahead of my years, I think. So when I when I when I started to fully understand it, like the way Charlie Brooker writes, and he kind of he writes in this in this way that kind of questions humans, you know, it makes us question ourselves, like, oh, what the hell's wrong with us and stuff. And I think for me, that was something that was on an intellectual level was was amazing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And, and I think you know, I didn't know that it was going to be Black Mirror, like everybody was going to be, like, oh my god, it's Black Mirror. But I did think that people was going to like watch the episode of what happened in that episode and be like wow who wrote yeah. this who made this who had the yeah. audacity to make this yeah. it was kind of a, 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 that thing but I, I didn't know that it was going to you know be be um be taken in the way it's been taken in and you know it's great to see how how much everybody loves him yeah
0: man that's amazing so I'm so curious coming off a project like that and having that rapport with that wonderful casting director I mean at this point ever it sounds like you you didn't have an agent yet or did
1: you no, so, I, so, I, so after Black Mirror is when I decided to sort of look for agents. And um, Eamon Hamduchi, who was uh, um, played uh, um, Repo in uh, My Brother the Devil, um, he was was very, very helpful as well. And uh, I have to say as well, My Brother the Devil, you know, I had like Letitia Wright, Fahliel Hussain, James Floyd, Eamon Hamduchi. And, you know, these are all actors that are, are doing really, really amazing things. And I came in there being... You know, you can, many people could look at it and say, you know, you, I come into that job being the, the 12 year old, 13 year old YouTuber. Yeah. You know, and you know, in in in, in some acting spaces, you might not get any respect for that. But I think Fuck I went them. on to that job and, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I went into yeah, that yeah, job yeah, and yeah. They, they showed me so much love. Yeah. And like, it really made me think, oh my god, the, the acting world is like everybody's lovely. And you know what I mean? And it, it really made me want to do it. So I, I have to thank them for that as well. But I think after we did my brother the devil and Black Mirror then Eamon actually took me for a meeting with his agents to see if it was something that, you know, he tried to help me out there being, you know, being a big bro. Um, never worked out, you know, I quite early on in my career and then I'll just, i was just searching for agents like, like who do I think is right for me? Cause that's one thing that like I took from com- conversating with Eamon and other actors. It was like, it doesn't matter the name of your agent. It doesn't matter who they've got in their books. It's about how they care about you. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's I, like I, I it's,
0: it, it's like a dating and finding a partner. It's yeah, really got to work for both
1: of you, you know? Yeah. Literally, literally. Yeah. Um, so I was searching around, um, and because, and, and, you know, I, I, I came across IAG identity drama school, um, who's identity agency group now. Um, and I contacted them with my, with like, sort of like a little CV about me and that, uh, and then they called me into audition. And I ended up auditioning with them and they, and they signed me to the agency and they had a drama school attached to the agency. So then once I signed with them, I said, Oh, let me go to the drama school for a term. Let me see what it's like. Cause you know, yeah. I'm always up for a challenge. I'm always up for learning. I'm always up for, for trying that new thing. So we went and did that. And then I went into the drama school and I think that was another completely like new learning curve as well, because yeah. you know, it's just, it. everything was just like in the early stages. I say the first time, two, three years was, was like, learning at a hundred mile an hour. Yeah. Because it's like, I was learning, but then at the same time I was like going to work as well. Oh, so you were balancing
0: a lot of plates on your
1: hand, man. You get what I mean? Like I'm I'm learning all that. I'm literally learning new stuff about the craft and then like going to set and then like learning new stuff about myself as an actor. And yeah, so it was really, really fun. Like I think it was almost like a crash course. Do you get what I mean? It was like a mad crash course. Um, but you know, I think it, it was it was the everything that's happened has has, has been the perfect way for me anyway, um, and uh, yeah, just I, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, you know,
0: man, that's that's so amazing. You went to drama school because you know I know the, the British actors are much better about that here in America. You know, like you, kind of going back to the YouTube thing. A lot of people now they just want to be famous and they upload videos and sadly in America, you can get agents now from having a YouTube channel, but I respect it so much that you did the drama school thing. I'm, I'm curious, you know, while you were there, can you tell me what your, was it, was it like classical? Was it theater? Was it, you know, what, what kind of, what was the, I guess, curriculum of that program?
1: Okay. Right. Well, I think the great thing about identity drama school is that they, they get in some amazing directors and teachers to come in and work with you. So I re- like I was only young, but I can remember. So and you know I, I went into the drama school, and this is what got like, credit to to IAG. Um, you know, yeah, like I, in the drama school, you know, you're acting alongside like Letitia Wrights and Damsin Idrises, and do you know what I mean? Like all of these people have gone on and 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 done big stuff in their career after. So yeah. I think even just being around those talents and learning, you know, it's 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 amazing. So I think and as well like. We used to do a lot of um, vocal exercises. Yeah. So you do some vocal exercises, and then we'd come in and do the classical stuff. Learn about um, Stanislavski and 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 everybody and and stuff like that. And I think for me, it was it was it was incredible because it was all, everything was fresh. Yeah. Uh, I think when you have a fresh um, mindset towards things, I think you only take them in and embrace them. You kind of don't push them away, and so you take them in. And you know, I was taking them in, and yeah. I was embracing them, and I was. Um, giving them back, um, I think drama school is, is a great way for, for, for actors to be flexing their muscles and, and you know, constantly having that, that brain working. And, and did you sign before you started the drama school or once it was done? No, I, they, they signed, they had faith in me, man. They said they signed me before, um, I wanted to, so, so I could have signed and like not gone to the drama school. But oh, wow. I wanted to go to the drama school. Yeah, yeah. I could have signed on, like not gone to the drama school. Kudos like, to you, brother. Yeah, but because you know what it is, it's like I, I came into something, and I'm I'm the kind of person like if you if you were anything you put me in, if I like if I want to do something, I'm gonna try my hardest. Do you get what I'm saying? I just don't have that kind of I have I that fast energy. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. have that. Do you get what I'm saying? So if i if I want something, I'm gonna try my hardest to get it. Do you know what I'm saying? So when it when I came into acting, it, and as well, you have to think. I was like. For, for the area that I come from, everyone that's grown up is like they, they want to be footballers, they want to be soccer players. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? And it's like maybe one out of 50 might make it, yeah. So and then tough. the other 49, the other 49, they don't know what to do with their life. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's like me being 12, 13 years old and getting into acting, it was like, oh, shit. it was like it's like I've been signed for a team somewhere,
0: yeah, you get what totally. I mean?
1: So, so it was like if I didn't go and give it 130% every time I was going to that drama school, traveling to Dalston and do you get what I'm saying? If I wasn't yeah. doing that, I'm just cheating myself. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So no, I totally know, I, man. I was just like super committed to, to learning every single thing. And I almost had this kind of chip on my shoulder about it because, you know, I would speak to other actors in, 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 in drama schools or whatever. And they say, know, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been in drama school for six years and they're all older than me and stuff. And, yeah, I, and I did have this little bit of chip on my shoulder that I don't want people to view me as this YouTube kid because yeah. I'm not. Do you know what I'm saying? I, di- I didn't want people to u- view me like that, so I would I would kind of work triple hard to to have them not view me like that. But I think you know everything works out. You know, I think I was, when I was going to the drama school and learning things and techniques and and um, the different things you could do your voice and stuff. Like I'd go home and, and practice it at home and be like, whoa, there's like just off me learning that. Now I've learned how to do this. how to do this so for me knowledge is power and anytime I feel like I'm, I'm learning something I'm definitely gaining something and it just makes me like it even more
0: that's I mean it shows man your talent's incredible I'm curious while you were there you know and having the agency did you be like hey guys I want to focus on this no auditions or were you still auditioning as well while you
1: were there no, we were still auditioning as well. Yeah, so the drama school was—it uh, was like a part-time thing. It's like two days a week. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. So it's not—it's not like a, a five-day, um, like drama drama school. Um, so two days a week. So I, you know, at the same time, I'm still juggling like my final years of like high school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so
0: you're balancing high school, drama school, working, and auditioning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man, look literally, at that
0: stamina, yeah. man! I mean, I'm. Yeah. F- hey, dude, that's so incredible! I mean. For those listening, you know it's 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 such an amazing work ethic. How were you able to allow yourself to to not just get burned out? I
1: think um, I think a lot of it's down to my parents. Yeah, I think a lot of it's down to my parents. Um, Like good management, I'd say, like (laughs) good management, Um, and also like I'm someone that just like when when I feel like I'm 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 achieving something. You know, it could be, it could be cleaning the house. If, if I, if I'm cleaning off my house, I look right over that way and I can see, oh, half of it's done. It just yeah. makes me want to, oh yeah, let's keep going. Do you get know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah, that kind of person. Yeah, we're almost there. Going.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So when, when I started doing the acting and I booked a job and I got paid and I booked another job and I got paid and I booked another job and I got paid and I'm, I'm, I'm 13, 14 years old. It was like, it was, it was only, it would have been stupid for me not to, to be like, oh yeah, this is, this is fine. I don't need to try hard. It's like, nah, like I, I, the way I viewed it is like, I'm doing building blocks here. So yeah. by the time I finished school, maybe if I finished college, maybe finished university, them ages, I might be in a, in a better position for my life and my career. So yeah, that's why I always looked at it like three steps ahead, you get what I mean? And I think that's yeah. why I never got tired or burnt out. And I was, I was constantly having fun as well, constantly.
0: You have to, man. You know, a, a great acting teacher of mine, you know, I mean, obviously we all struggle as actors, but, you know, the best advice he ever gave me was like the moment this stops becoming fun, you know, move on. And yeah. that's the most imperative thing. And I'm curious with this work ethic then, is that, is that what got you Montana
1: at 15? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, uh, I did I did a few other little jobs before Montana, um, and then we jumped into Montana, and you know, I, with Lars Nicholson,
0: I mean, one of the one of the greatest man, you know. Yeah,
1: and and yeah, one of the greatest, and as well as like it was, it was a little bit surreal. It was. I can't lie, it was a little bit surreal because you know, I think it was just it was a lot it was a lot at the time. And even like in terms of working with like Ashley and Ashley Walters and Adam Deacon and, and the UK actors, it was, it was super surreal because it was like I've grown up watching all of these guys and it wasn't like, it wasn't stardom, but it was a sense of achievement. I think, yeah, I think that's what it was. It was like me looking at myself and going just inside, not not projecting it, but I think it was me looking at myself and going, fuck man, I'm, I'm I'm on set with like Lars, Ashley, I do it's like only, only two years ago was I watching these people like, Yeah. Like, like I never thought that I'd, I'd interact with them. Do you get what I'm saying? So, totally. I feel like, I feel like those early, those, those, those things early on in my career, I think really set me to be like, okay, if, if I can do this, then I can do this.
0: Yeah.
1: and I can do this. Do you get what I'm saying? So, I feel like, I feel like it just keeps putting hunger in, in me, and, and fire in my belly. And don't get me wrong, acting is super hard, man. It has like some, <clears throat> has some like depressing times and it like weighs on your, on your mental health yeah, so much. Yeah, but yeah. I think, um, like I, I, I kind of like to look at actors like performance athletes. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think I totally, we constantly yeah. got to like push practice, ourselves and practice. You get what I'm saying? Constantly. Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, and yeah, so I think, I think when, when you stop looking at acting as, as, uh, I think, I think when you, when you, when you stop looking at actors as movie stars, and yeah. you look at them as actors, I think then you start to understand all this stuff a lot more. And know, it humanizes
0: life. the whole experience.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: And so doing these yeah. films so young, you know, it, it, it was that kind of, uh, so to speak, your film school experience, hopping from set to set to set and learning the functionality of, you know, whatever budget and the set and how to work in that medium. You know, yeah. I mean, it I must, must be amazing to have had those experiences so young.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like that was like my film school experience because when I stepped onto the My Brother the Devil set, I didn't even, I didn't know what what, like what Marks was. I didn't know about like, um, um, eyelines. I didn't know none of that stuff. So I learned that on My Brother the Devil and then going through, going through. And then when we did Montana, I think the, the, the unique thing with Montana was, is that I was like connected to, to the, to the movie from the start. And I got to see sort of, first I got to see how, how it was in the audition room with, with, with another actor when you've already got the role. So you get to kind of hear what the cast director thinks afterwards, what the director thinks afterwards. And, and I think that's a great way to kind of, to, to kind of see, okay, what to to do with the don'ts of an audition sort of thing. And that was great to kind of see. Um, And also it was, um, you know, we did training beforehand. It's an action movie and we did three weeks of fight training um, with Peter Pedro and his stunt team um, and and that was a whole new experience that was super fun as well but I think you know when I've, whenever, whenever I've been making a uh, like a project it's always been fun do you know what I mean it's not like so even like if you're doing like super long hours or you, you, you know what I'm yeah. saying, you, you're working like crazy it never kind of feels like it never feels like you're doing an office job or something yeah oh, with, 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 with all due respect do you get what I'm saying it never yeah. feels like that as much as you know, the strain on your body and the strain on your mind is probably harder than an office job, Yeah. but it never feels like that. And I think like you, like you, what you touched on earlier, like if, if it doesn't feel fun to you, then you need to stop because it's going to get super stressful. Totally. So keeping that, that, that energy and keeping that youthfulness and that funness, I think is so important.
0: And I'm curious, you know, man, because you know, you uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but in America, at least around about 2012, they stopped making kind of these cool independent or, I don't know, you know, not not $300 million movies. You know what I mean? And they started making only $300 million movies. And all of a sudden, you know, it was Marvel films that started becoming the norm. And then movie stars started moving to television. At that point in your career, having had these films, you know, was television, did something similar happen in the UK? Did you want to focus (laughs) on television
1: or... You know, we'll- um, no, I think what's like, I think in the UK, I haven't really experienced that. Like, cause I think in the UK, like obviously our budgets are completely different from the yeah. jump. Um, and I think, you know, now working in the UK if, to get the big budget stuff is like, it almost has to be like either a UK slash American project, or it has to be like a James Bond yeah. or something of this nature. Um, so I think in the UK, what we what, and in Europe as well, actually, what we what we do really really well is independent film and um, and making good film off small budgets. I think um, so. I think in the UK that's still very much a thing. I think we're still making um, um, indie films uh, and good indie films. But I think definitely like with the introduction of also like online television, I think it's completely changed the game. I think like yeah um streaming you know, you, you yeah mean, streaming yeah, yeah 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 you know like now like I did a I did a um a Netflix film called i boy uh I think it was in like 2016 and that was that that budget and and whole production value felt very different to uh a UK independent film but it was it was it was a it was a Netflix original so it, you know like it kind of granted why but I think. With the introduction of like Netflix, Amazon, I think I can only see productions getting better. Yeah. To be honest, I can only see them improving. And, you know, it's sad that in the States that they have done that because I think one, one of the things I love about America, like I was out in LA in 2018. Um, one of the things I love is that I feel like everybody's so collaborative in, in creation. You know, um, I was walking down the street and uh, a guy came up to me and asked me. Hey man, dude, dude, dude. he was asking me if I modelled. I think just for the way I was dressed. Yeah. Um, I was like, and I was like, no. Um, was. You're good-looking anyway. guy
0: too, man. You know. Don't. <laughs> yeah.
1: I th- I think it was the clothes. I think it was yeah. the clothes. But um, he, and then he was like, uh, um, we was talking, and he basically had like his, he was his own clothing store, and that he was that he was talking to me from. And then I was just talking to him, and I was like, Look, I'm an actor. Um, like I'll, I'll take your details at any time. Like we're trying to shoot and something. If I need like a clothing store, then I'll let you know. And. He was like, yeah, bro, like come through whenever, man. Like I'll let you do that like for free, man. And I was just like, this is really nice. Like in London, I can't see that happening. I can't see you going to someone and saying, can I use your store for 35 minutes? And I'm saying, Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's, what's really, really great about, um, the States is that like, especially in LA, everybody's collabing and helping each other. I think it's amazing.
0: Did you come to the States because you wanted to, you know, find us representation and open it up a bit?
1: Yeah. So I, I had US representation. I was with a manager, um, and I came out for pilot season. It was my first pilot season in my first time being in America. Um, so I wanted to come out. I wanted to see what pilot season was obviously I'm, we're, we're trying to book a pilot, obviously. yeah, totally. um, um, but also just, to, to get familiar with, with, with the scene over there, um, to get familiar with the roads, to get familiar with, with the culture, um, with the cast directors, with the people, And yeah, that's what we did. And, you know, if it wasn't for COVID, I would be back out there now, man. You know, I love Los Angeles so much. Like, I just really feel at home there. Just away from acting. Like, even if I wasn't an actor, I think I'd love to live there. I feel like everybody's just so, everyone's on this zen, peaceful vibe. And I love Yeah, the beach, you know, know, man. the,
0: The trees, it does things to your soul. It does, it definitely does. So I'm curious, you know, once you had all these incredible credits, you know, Mikhail, what what, I imagine you had a lot of leverage and what you wanted to do. So what was interesting to you, you know, like, how did you start? What was your process for selecting what you wanted to do?
1: Yeah, I think it was, um, it's always like how it resonates with me. I think, um, how I connect to the sort of the role in the script and also, you know, I work very closely with my agent and, um I trust her a, a lot of the times with her decisions as well um but I think you know what's important is to get something that resonates with you whether it's you know whether whatever it is I think I need to it, I need to read it and be like well I, I like this yeah um I mean that's fact, I think that's the most important thing um but yeah I think definitely as well like it's it's uh it's a difficult pool as well because I think the UK sometimes can be so saturated. And, um, I think that's why I liked it. I liked it when I was out in the States is the, um, I think the pool of auditions is, is, is way wider in yeah. the, kind of, the kind of, the kind of things that they're offering, um, compared to here. Interesting. And I think um, it's, it's, I think it's changing here a lot though. Um, oh, that's great. That's in great. In the past three, four years. What, have
0: your UK reps, you know, or, or you yourself ever been interested in doing the, the West End or, you know, the the classical, you know, because there's so much amazing theater there. Is that something that's ever been on your mind?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like it's, it's 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 a shame because after Irregulars came out, that was sort of my plan. I would have loved to sort of do something for the like the next six months of the year, um, tour of it if it was if it was an option. Um but obviously, all the theaters are closed yeah um and it you know it's 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 quite a worrying time for theaters in general, yeah um, so I hope that in the next few months it it opens back up yeah and and we can we can go and watch some amazing things um because yeah definitely i'd love I'd love to do that for sure
0: yeah so let let's talk about what we're here to talk about the irregulars how did this come your way?
1: was that from l a pilot season or no, so i was i was here um I was here at home and I got sent the, the tape, uh, the audition, uh, the script for the audition. And it was with Sarah Crow Castings in, in Hackney. Um, so I went down, um, went down there. It was a lovely office as well. I uh, went down there um, and I read, I met with Johnny Allen, who was our lead director. Um, and Sarah Crow and Rebecca Hodgson, who's um, the uh, producer. And we just read, we just read, man. And I think what I definitely took from that was that I really wanted to work with Johnny um, you know, we, I went into the audition and I could this instantly, we clicked and I think that's very rare. And I think when that happens with a director and an actor is usually a good sign. Um, so I went in and we just clicked, you know, he was, he was throwing me direction and I was giving it straight back to him and he, he was super happy with it. So I left there. Um, then I got another call back to do a chemistry reading with Jojo Makari, who plays Billy and, um, and Darcy Shaw, who plays Jesse. So I came down i read with jojo and then that was just like (laughs) just like an hilarious experience oh that's awesome Um, yeah we like we me and jojo instantly clicked and was just like throwing like game back at each other and stuff um that was really good and then i I read with darcy as well and another girl that was going off for jesse um and then we really clicked as well so you know i I had super positive vibes from it but you know i never I, i never tried to get too committed to a job before they've given it to me because it can it can it can be really heartbreaking yeah sometimes. When you've oh read man. trust me when you've read I'm, something i've like, been going really through it right myself
0: this. you know you it, it's it's so tough to to let something go once you are so eager for it
1: yeah so it, yeah so i just try not to think about it and then um i did an, a couple more chemistry tests i remember and then they called up my agent and then they said that they've they've offered me the role and she pulled me and told me and I was absolutely ecstatic. I was just like wicked man. That's like anytime she calls me and says like, yeah, they they're offering you the role. And I always said to her, Great, great. Yeah. When are they gonna send me the script? <laughs> That's like yeah. the first thing. So did and you like, even hey. know it was Holmes and Watson or did you have no idea? I mean, they they had told us, yeah. Oh so okay, they, they, cool. yeah, yeah, they had told us that it's like a new spin-off uh, Sherlock Holmes thing and blah 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 blah. Um, but they never gave us like all episodes. And then for me, I'm someone that I think acting can come with a lot of anxiety sometimes. Like I know like actors have to be confident and we have to be, you know, fearless, but yeah, you know, with me anyway, there there are times when I am really shy and introverted and, you know, I um, so I think the way I kind of combat them, them anxieties is by preparation. Yeah. So I like to have, you know, I like to have my script and prep and mm-hmm. I'm, so when I go on you know, with his stage or, or onto the set or whatever, I know that I'm I'm covered in all yeah. angles. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's just me. Um, so I was just like, hey, when are they going to get me the scripts out so I can get to work on this? I'm super eager. And yeah, they got, to, they got us the scripts out and then we travelled up to Liverpool because obviously we're shooting in Liverpool. Um, and we travelled up to Liverpool and I met the guys and everything, all the gang members, the irregulars. Um, yeah, we did like a week of rehearsals. And then... And then yeah, we was we started shooting, man. And it, you know, was
0: that amazing doing this period fantasy piece? I mean, was that you know, especially like what you guys must have
1: shot for more than six months, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was incredible because like when I started to see this sort of how 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 crazy it was going to be like, with the Victorian stuff was when when we did our costume fitting. Yeah, and uh, it was it, it was just a play in this place called Angels, it's not too far from where I live. And uh, we went down, I went down to this costume fitting, and I met Edward Gibbon and Nadine, um, sort of like the, the HODs in costume. Um, and they were showing me Spike's outfits, and I was just looking at them like, wow, like this, these are some stylish outfits, bro. Like, I've never said that, like, yo, these are stylish guys. Like, am I the only stylish guy, or, or everyone's stylish. <laughs> you said, like, you just did this, yeah. Me. Um, but not everybody was super stylish and, you know, speaking to them, it was like, so sort of their vision was kind of mixing this, this traditional, uh, Victorian look and kind of splashing these modern aspects on it. Yeah. Um, and that's what we did. And so like, I tried, like, and I remember coming away from that and I was like, this is going to be sick. Yeah. Like that, that, yeah. From that costume thing, I came away and I was like, this is going to be sick. Um, and then, yeah, when we traveled up and, and we find that, and we saw, I saw all the gang in their costumes and that. It was surreal. It was like, and even at the read-through, sorry, even before we went up to Liverpool and we, and we did the read-through, even that was a surreal experience because, you know, I hadn't, I'd met uh, Billy and uh, I'd met Jojo and, and Darcy who played Billy and Jesse, but I hadn't met B, uh, Thaddeo, and I hadn't met um, Harrison who plays Leo. So, when we finally all met each other and we're sitting around that, that round table and we're all reading and you, it's the first time you actually get to hear the the page come to life. Yeah. You know, because I've been reading it, but I've been reading it as Mikel In and Spider basically. Yeah, yeah, you get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yo, you know, you know everyone's reading it as their characters and it was just like, oh. And it was like, I was just that every time and it's funny because it's like every time we was reading it, we was like locking eyes with each other and like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good, man. Oh, I love the way you did that. And it was just it was just a really fun experience. Um and uh yeah I think we we super like we all bonded really well and got along really well. And then I feel like that really transfers onto screen.
0: So it was a, it was an incredible time filming.
1: Yeah, man, it was, and you know, we were filming up in Liverpool, which, you know, for me coming from London, you know, all my family's down in London. All my friends are down in London. It's the same with like most of the gang as well, apart from Darcy. And you know, we've moved up to Liverpool for, for eight months, nine months worth of filming. Uh, it can be a little bit scary, it can be a little bit, you know, it can be a little bit intense, but, what was great about this job, not just the cast, but the crew, you know, the crew was literally, either half Scouse, which is Liverpool, or either Mancunian, which is Manchester, yeah. and anyone that's sort of, from the north knows that, Scousers and Mancunians, they got a little bit of like, this this, this rivalry banter, but it's all love, you know what I mean, it's yeah. this rivalry banter, um, and, uh, Yeah, so turning up to set every day was just... There was never a bad day on set. There was constant laughs going on. There was constant good times, constant good memories. Um, And as well, we were filming, like, amazing shows, doing, like, amazing scenes every day, working with, like, amazing actors and amazing directors. So, yeah, it was, like, one of the most enjoyable shoots I've ever done. Talk to me, you
0: know, as an actor, when it comes to fantasy elements, you know, Mm -hmm. acting that stuff especially reading it and then, you know, where a lot of it's going to come in post. Was
1: that a challenge for you? You know, it was, it was a little bit, but I think what was, what was incredible was that the team that we had was so, so helpful as well. You know, Tom Bidwell, the writer was amazing. You know, he's been working on this for, for 10 years. So, and when he's just one phone call away, one text away, it really does help with those things. Um, because you know, you know, we're doing fantasy stuff, and it talks about a rip, and it talks about this yeah, thing.
0: and you don't you know, get to see that literally while you're
1: filming, you know, you know, and, yeah. um But I think for me, what's always good is that sometimes I can let my imagination run away with me, yeah. And um, so, so being able to say to people, okay, yeah, you're talking about this rip, but you know, I'm, I might be imagining a forty foot rip, yeah. That's 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 bright red, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in post, they put in. A twelve-inch rip that you know. So it's, yeah, my yeah, reaction's yeah. going to be different. So I think being able to speak to people and actually, yeah, no, it's kind of like this. It's just like okay, cool. I know exactly what I need to do. And I think as an actor, that's all kind of you. You can ask for is having clear direction, and the rest is kind of on you. Yeah. Um, so being able to get that clear direction was just so so important. I think.
0: And then and then coming back during COVID was was that a real challenge acting wise to you know get back to where you were, but now you got all these masks and protocols, you know, was, was that tough on you?
1: No, no, you know what? It wasn't tough, like on the, on acting. I think what was tough was, is like, because we'd been working with this, these, this, this crew, um, for like almost a year. And then we broke for COVID and it was like four months of not seeing each other. And then we come back and did, um, you know, the, 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 the six to 12 weeks that we ended up doing. And then there was no rap party. And, it was almost an anti climax. And I think coming back in and, you know, seeing those faces, you kind of just wanted, up, wanted to run up to him and be like, oh, give us a hug. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that was the hardest thing, I think.
0: That makes total sense, man. You yeah. know, having that camaraderie. Well, well talk to me, brother. How, how does it feel to have it about to come out to the world?
1: Are you excited? Super excited, man. It's um, a little bit, no, no, I wouldn't say anxious, but I think, you know, it's been a long time coming. Um, I'm super excited for it to come out now. And, and um, See what the world thinks of it. Um, yeah, it's been it's been so long coming. Like you know, COVID's been in the middle of it. Um, it you know, we started filming in 2019. It was meant to come out in October 2020, so it's almost a year on after that. Yeah. Um, but I'm super excited for it to come out because I feel like Be Regulars is a show that is so needed right now. Totally. You know, and, and we, like you know, even if we, you know, it's a Victorian show set in London um, about about friendship. Though you know, I um, mean, yeah. Real, yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's like I think that's what I think, you know As much as it's supernatural In Sherlock Holmes I think it's about Friendship and compassion And and I think Over the last year That we've had I think This kind of epitomizes Why we need each other Yeah Do you get what I'm saying? It's just kind of like Why do we need friendship And and, and all of these things And I hope that As well I think there's a message there About About being yourself Yeah And I think, you know we're in, We're in a crazy world At the moment where You know, I grew up In you know, on YouTube, basically, you know, yeah. if you want to put it that way, you know, I grew up 12, you know, I was making YouTube videos and then I was making, you know, acting and stuff, but I don't feel like I ever had any sort of pressure the way that these new kids have got pressure. I'm not kind of putting the, like, that just have Instagram or have Roblox yeah. accounts or totally. whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a real pressure on them now. And, uh. To kind of be perfect, or this idea of perfect, or something. Yeah, or to to pretend it looks that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think I hope that people that watch your regulars, they get the message as well that it's about being yourself. You know, you have got yeah. five individuals there that sometimes they can't be themselves, but they can only be themselves when they're with each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you get what I'm saying? And it's 100%. like hundred percent. And yeah, I think it's it's for me the whole show is, is, is more about friendship um than anything else. But I think there's so many elements there of like supernatural horror show of Sherlock Holmes or there's love interest there. So it's, so it's like a huge roller coaster ride of emotions, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, you're so incredible in the show and I'm I'm so proud Thank of you, man. You, Thank man. you know, you, you. The, so many amazing things are coming your way. Final few questions here, you know, it's It's been a really, really dark year, you know, and you had that break. What's, what's been keeping you inspired?
1: Ooh, that, you that's, that's a good question. You know, what actually has been keeping me inspired? Because I think it's been hard at times. I've kind of been losing a lot of inspiration, but I think what's been keeping me inspired is my family. Mm. I think, I think that's, yeah, I think my family might like, you know, I'm the eldest of, of six, so I've got a lot oh, wow. of like little siblings, do you get what I'm saying? And I think, um, I think me, I kind of like to look at myself as, as a, as hopefully as a role model for them. Yeah. Um, you know, I try to uh, hit new heights every time so then they know that it's achievable. Um, yeah. And I think that's, I think that's been my inspiration, you know, is um, waking up and thinking to myself, look, I need to continue to do good work to make my family proud, man, and put them in better positions. I think that's, that's been my motivation and my inspiration through COVID. Um, yeah, it has been, it's been hard, man. Like even working out, dude, like I, I wake up, Ugh. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to work out. And then I, and then I'm just like, yeah, uh, what's the point? It, like- I
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I totally relate, man. And, and, now uh, I'm, I'm curious, man, you know, next question is, you know, for the young Mikels out there, you know, even, even the older ones that are just starting to want to get into this acting thing, any words of wisdom or advice for them? Yeah,
1: Definitely. I think, um, I think my, my first thing I would say is create your own content. Yeah. Don't wait for anybody. Um, you know, I think I was watching an interview with uh Marlon Wayans yeah. um, a couple of days ago and he was talking about, uh, you know, sort of not getting any roles in Hollywood and having to write scary movie and not, not getting any roles in Hollywood and having to, um, make haunted house. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's these are the things that I think we need to remember is that acting is something that me and you can do. We, we, we can act right now. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Through the zoom we don't, we don't need a, a red cam and lighting and makeup yeah. for us to be actors. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think go out, create, create your stuff. Um, And, 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 you know, keep, keep mastering your craft, whether that's drama school, theaters, making your own stuff, keep mastering your craft and try not to get deflated. I know that's just such an easy thing to say, try not to get deflated, but I think, you know, and I speak to a lot of actors and it's me myself. And sometimes you speak to actors that are like achieving more than you. Yeah. And they have these crazy anxieties about, about certain things. And so I think that never, ever stops. You know, I, I don't think, I don't think that ever stops, but I think you've got to just kind of. Like, like I said earlier, I think for me, all of those anxieties are, can be very, very, um, present, but the only way I combat that is from preparation and knowing yeah. that I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. so I think that's also my thing is, um, is create your own stuff and make sure that you're ready and be professional constantly. Beautiful
0: man. Well, very final question, man. What's next for you? Any, anything
1: that you can, uh, you can reveal, you know? Yeah. Well, obviously a regular comes out 26th of March. So we're, we're seeing how that goes um hopefully we do a season two um i was meant to shoot uh i was i was meant to shoot a movie in april um but i think because of covid and stuff it's been pushed back once again so i'm I'm not exactly entirely sure when we're going to start doing that um and hopefully i'm going to be in the states soon man hopefully i'm going to be out there um by the end of this year you know so look out for that as well um and then i've got a few things that i'm working on away from acting you know i'm quite creative in in in, in, just in general. So I'm working on clothing at the moment. Um, so hopefully you guys can get a little bit of that towards the end of the year as well.
0: I'm amazing. What's the best way for people to stay in touch and, and follow what you're doing, brother.
1: Yeah. Hit me on Instagram. I'm on there. It's a uh, JPEG um, jpeg.michel. Um, yeah, that's basically my, my, my only social media. Um, I, I got a Snapchat, but I'm not too active on it. So hit yeah. me on the Instagram that's where I post everything and we can stay connected
0: amazing i'll put that here and yeah dude miguel brother you're, you're you're such a talent stay in thank touch you, man. man you know look, look me up and when you come to the states i'm so proud of you man the best is yet thank to you. come and, and thank you so much for being on the show thank you so much for having me dude. yeah so much love my brother okay thank you all right